What's up, everybody? You are listening to Locked On Now NHL, local experts on the biggest stories across the NHL. I'm your host, Daniela Bruce, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. On today's show, our Locked On NHL hosts are here to help break down the biggest stories and the hottest starts to the season. So let's get right into it with our biggest game. The biggest game. Two of the hottest teams to start the season met on Wednesday night as the undefeated Florida Panthers hosted the one-loss Boston Bruins. Boston did run into a powerhouse in the still undefeated Florida Panthers, and Lockdown Bruins has more on that 4-1 loss from Boston. The Boston Bruins fell to 3-2-0 on this young season following a 4-1 loss to the still undefeated Florida Panthers on Wednesday night. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins. And uh, the Bruins did score the first goal in this game. Charlie Coyle getting a bit of a lucky bounce past Sergei Bobrovsky on a goal assisted by uh, Jack Stanika, who is playing second line center in this game alongside Coyle and Taylor Hall. Uh, but they were not able to beat Bobrovsky again on the night. He made 30 saves on 31 shots to continue his resurgent season as a member of the Florida Panthers, who again improved to 6-0-0 on the season, uh, remaining undefeated. The Bruins uh, had plenty of chances. David Pasternak with six shots, Coyle the goal scorer with four shots, sorry, five shots, and Trent Frederick, uh, Jake DeBrusque with four shots of their own. But again, Sergei Bobrovsky stood tall and uh, helped secure the win, backed by goals by four different players uh, for the uh, Florida Panthers. To be honest, hockey was a bit secondary on the day after uh, Kyle Beach identified himself as the player involved in the 2010 Chicago Blackhawks sexual assault investigation. Uh, Very much uh, applaud Beach for his bravery, his courage for stepping forward and hope that it is a, a seminal moment for Uh, other survivors of sexual assault and uh, we continue to give our support to Beach and others involved in this situation. This is Ian McLaren of Locked On Boston Bruins. Please subscribe and catch tomorrow's episode for all the latest on the Boston Bruins uh, as they prepare for Thursday night's game against the Carolina. All right everybody now let's take a look around the league. Let's go around the league. The Detroit Red Wings overcame a two-goal deficit in Washington on Wednesday night as the captain Dylan Larkin put home the overtime game winner and sent the Red Wings home with two points. For more on that story, here's the Locked On Red Wings. Now that is how you end a hockey game right there. The Detroit Red Wings bring down the Washington Capitals 3-2 in overtime at the hands of the captain Dylan Larkin, assisted by... Lucas Raymond and Moritz Sider in overtime to hand the Capitals just their second loss of the season. This improves the Detroit Red Wings record to 4-2-1 on the season. Me and Scotty Bentley are going to break down this whole game tonight. It's going to be up for you guys tomorrow morning. And we just have a lot to talk about with it. We got Philip Ronick back in the lineup immediately, bringing that fire back. Penalties continue to hurt the Detroit Red Wings. And of course, can't ignore... The greatest of all time, Adam Ernie, with a goal and assist. Like I said, Scotty and I are going to break the whole thing down for you in tomorrow's episode. You make sure you stay tuned to Locked On Detroit Red Wings.
As for the Capitals, they still remain unbeaten in regulation, but they have had three games go to overtime this season, and they have lost all three of those. For more on that, here's Locked on Capitals. Well, it wasn't supposed to go like that. They were winning. They were up to nothing. They seemed in control. But oh well. Hello everyone, I am the insider to the insiders, Tyler Kuhl, and the host of Locked On Capitals. Washington loses this one on Wednesday night. Final score, 3-2 in overtime to the Detroit Red Wings. Now listen, I'm not going to take anything away from Detroit. They played a good, tough game against Washington. They played hard. They played smart. They only are outshot 28-25 against the Caps. Even though Washington went out in front, Ovi scores his eighth of the season. Get it? The great eight. It looks good there. Then Kuznetsov gets a power play goal to make it 2-0. And then all of a sudden, the Red Wings are like, hey, maybe we can score too. Adam Ernie gets left open in front for a goal. Robbie Fabry shows that he still exists with a goal. And then in overtime, Lucas Raymond, a name that I feel like I'm going to say a thousand times for the remainder of my life because that's how good he is and how he's going to be, feeds Dylan Larkin, the captain. He snipes on Vanacek to win it in overtime. Another OT loss for the Caps. I'm not giving this to Vanacek at all, guys. I think he played all right. I mean, Trevor Van Reem's like, he needs to watch the film back because holy moly, he had himself a night and not a good one either there in D.C. It's okay, though. The capsule rebound. They got Arizona on Friday. They just need to settle in and try to find a way to win one of these in overtime. But hey, you know what? They're 4-0-3 and still haven't lost in regulation. The Dallas Stars were just happy to be back home on Wednesday after playing five of its first six games on the road. But Dallas couldn't help its team pick up a win against the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas did win that game in overtime. Locked on Stars tells us what went wrong in the Lone Star State. The overtime magic is gone. What's up, everyone? Dane here with Locked on Stars coming to you from uh, outside the American Airlines Center. You can see it just right there. Just got out of the game. And uh, what a game it was. Dallas seemed to be in control pretty much throughout the entire game. Took a 2-1 lead into the last minute of the game, and Vegas ties it up, and then Vegas wins in overtime. Super disappointing. Um, I thought Dallas played probably one of their best offensive games this season, despite only having two goals to show for it. Um, you know, a lot of really good forechecking, a lot of good shots on goal, a lot of good looks from guys that just weren't connecting, um, and then obviously a defensive collapse at the end. Um, a lot of good to take away from this game, but it's hard to focus on those right now because I think Dallas should have gotten two points from this game with the win. Instead, they only walk away with one. Uh, but lots to talk about tomorrow. We'll see you on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Stars. The Toronto Maple Leafs hope that the winless Chicago Blackhawks could help Toronto snap a four-game losing streak of its own. And Toronto found a groove after falling behind 2-0 in the first period. For the story and that overtime win for the Leafs, our Locked on Maple Leafs host has more. The Leafs end their skid and beat the Hawks in overtime. Hi, I'm Mike DiStefano from Locked on Leafs and the Toronto Maple Leafs defeating the Chicago Blackhawks by score 3-2 in Chicago. It was William Nylander with the overtime winner. Gets a nice beat from Austin Matthews in on a breakaway. Forehand, backhand between the legs of Lankinen and then the Maple Leafs finally for the first time in almost a week and a half get to celebrate a victory. It's been a long time coming and Toronto fans were, were about to get antsy. I mean, antsy's really not the word I want to use for it. They were about to riot. Let's be honest. It was about to be a riot if they would have lost tonight in Chicago. And it wasn't looking good early. You know, the, the Chicago Blackhawks came out. They scored the first goal of the game. Added to that lead. We're up 2-0 at one point. And then Toronto started to get it going. 
Don Tavares, the captain, scores his first of the season, gets a backhander off, and that beats Lankin in top shelf. And then in the third period, David Kopp nodding this thing up against his former team. Another backhander, actually, that beats Lankinen. And then this one went to overtime where William Nylander uh, did his thing and ended this one. Jack Campbell was outstanding tonight. Had to stand on his head a couple of times. Had to make some big, big saves, including in overtime to preserve the win. Um, he made 27 of 29 saves on the night. Got the two points for the team, but... What's really, really good about this game, not just that they finally won, not the fact that they got the two points, but the fact that the big boys, Tavares, Nylander, Marner, Matthews, all hit the score sheet tonight. They looked a lot better tonight at 5-on-5. Five five. Mitch Marner looked alive. He looked patient. He looked confident. He was shooting the puck with confidence, and they looked better on the power play. The power play actually looked like it had a pulse tonight. So some, some nice positives to take out of tonight's game. I'll chat about all of those over at Locked on Leafs. The Flyers have a tough schedule this week. After losing to the unbeaten Florida Panthers on Saturday, Philadelphia hit the road to play the unbeaten Edmonton Oilers. This time, though, Philadelphia found a way to hand the Oilers their first loss of the season. Here's our Locked on Flyers host with more on that big win. The Philadelphia Flyers knocked the Edmonton Oilers off the NHL undefeated list with a 5-3 victory in Edmonton. I'm Rachel Donner with the Lockdown Flyers podcast, and the Flyers were probably dominated by the Oilers in the second period. They allowed way too many shots overall, but 26 of them never reached the net with blocks by a lot of the guys. The big thing for the Flyers here was never giving up on their aggressive forecheck. They turned the game around in the third period with a ton more possession time, better chances overall. The Flyers were up on the Oilers 7-3 for high danger chances for in that period and then Carter Hart came up big in that third period as well you cannot forget about Cam Atkinson either another great performance in this game from him with two goals in this one for more on this game and Flyers coverage all season long listen to the Lockdown Flyers podcast here on the Lockdown Sports Network and that's a wrap for us. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every day. For more on the NHL and your team, make sure your second listens are Locked On NHL and your team's local podcast. I'm Daniela Bruce, and this has been Locked On Now.